Welcome back to episode 2 of MH Podcast. Today topic will be about opposite attract. Do opposite really attract or is it just a myth? Do you ever just want to date yourself? You understand yourself the best. You know what you want. You know when you need something. And you understand yourself the best, right? Well, it turns out you might not be alone. The whole opposite attracting is a misguided myth at best. And it's true that we don't want to date somebody who's exactly like us. Which is why biology decided that dating a sibling is an absolute no-no. But we do want to make sure we have fundamental similarities with somebody that we are thinking of pairing with. As Helen Fisher wrote, most men and women fall in love with individuals of the same social, religious, education, and those of similar attractiveness. They also want someone whose comparable intelligence, attitude, expectation, values, interests, and those with similar communication skills. Now, it's important to know that not all similarities matter all that much. There are probably about three to five things if somebody has identified consciously or subconsciously as being a very high priority for having likeness for everything else, probably then hold all that much weight. So showing up the exact same outfit as your crush won't probably get you a date to the prom. Most of us tend to be attracted to people who are similar to ourselves, right? If you were brought up on a diet of Disney fairy tales, you might be forgiven for thinking that opposite attract. Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, and The Little Mermaid, all those have the idea that the ideal partner is someone who has the opposite qualities to ourself. But it's not just Disney. The idea that opposite attract has completely saturated the film industry. Think of the neurotic comedian who falls for the free-spirited singer in Woody Allen's Annie Hall, for example. In fact, one study found that almost 80% of us believe in the idea of opposite attract. But a new study tracking people's digital footprints, how they behave online, suggests this isn't actually true in real life, and it isn't the first time science has come to that conclusion. For decades, psychologists and sociologists have pointed out that the idea that opposite attract is actually a myth. What about complementary versus similarity personalities? So in the mid-1950s, the sociologist Robert Francis Winch argued that when it comes to our personalities, what matter is not similarity, but complementary. Based on his studies of spouses, he suggested that individuals would be attracted to others who possess personality traits that they lack. An assertive woman, for example, would be attracted to a submissive man, while an extroverted man would be attracted to an introverted woman. And as it turned out, there's almost no evidence to support this hypothesis. Studies of friends and spouses consistently find that two individuals are more likely to be friends and spouses if they are similar in terms of their personalities. And this includes the new study which looked at digital footprints of more than 45,000 individuals. Rather than self-reported data about personality, 
The result of the study showed that people with similar personalities based on likes and word choices in polls were more likely to be friends, and the association was even stronger between romantic partner. What about too much similarities? This isn't quite the end of the story. Psychologist Arthur Aaron believed that while similarities is important, there may be some situation in which it can actually undermine attraction. He argued that people also have a need to grow and expand the self, and that one reason why we form relationship with others is because we can assimilate some of the qualities of our partner which promote such growth. The implication is that we will be attracted to others who offer the greatest potential for self-expansion, and someone who's similar in values and traits provide much potential, much less potential for growth than someone who's different. So the model ends up predicting that dissimilarity can sometimes be attractive, especially if you believe that there's a good possibility a relationship will develop. An Aaron research using the phantom strangers technique would seem to support this idea. So this topic about if opposite attract really work was asked on Reddit. The question was: They say opposite attract. Do you believe couples who are opposite have a greater or lesser chance of their relationship lasting? And someone actually responded, which I thought was very interesting. That person said, "Probably lesser. If you really think of your opposite, you probably wouldn't be attracted to them." Opposing political views, financial habits, religious belief, relationship with your family or friends, even introversion slash extroversion can be a hard one to overcome. What if your love stay home, and your partner wants to live in a sailboat and travel the world? What if you're working class and your partner is rich tech dude slash gal who doesn't understand your spending habits and money anxieties? There are some opposite traits that are complementary, and those work out okay. For example, if I love cooking and my significant other loves cleaning, that's a way to split up chores more easily. If I'm a workaholic and they want to be a stay-at-home parent as their top choice, that could also work. I do think people romanticize the whole opposite attract things. What they really mean, I think, is that it's cool to be with someone who isn't exactly like you. It's sometimes more fun to be exposed to opposing views once in a while, as long as you aren't pressured into a wholly incompatible styles, lifestyles. It's interesting to learn about and what stuff they're into, even if it's not necessary your stuff. And it's helpful to have you believe questions sometimes, whether to switch your views or to confirm it. Another interesting comment that I found on Reddit was. I think that what I found is that the best predictor of successful relationship is if they like about me is the thing that I value in myself, and the vice versa. Like I'm really nice person who work hard at being more assertive. I am happier in relationship where someone wants an assertive partner than relationship where someone wants a nice partner because someone like me because I am nice. I feel social pressure to be nicer, which is something I sometimes don't really like so much about myself, and that makes me feel bad. So I've had happy relationship with assertive people who wants a counterpunch. 
puncher, an equal partner, and which shy people who want somebody else to make that decision. But I've had unhappy relationship with assertive people who want a partner to take orders, and shy people who want an equally sensitive, soft-spoken mind reader. This was very interesting because a lot of people have like a different preference that they want in a partner, which is sometimes called, I think, ideal partner. But I think as long as they make you feel comfortable and you can be yourself around them and you feel safe with them, I think it will all work out as long as there's balance and respect and complimentary, of course. So this has been a really popular trope for a long time. And it's still today. You can find this pairing in lots of movies and TV shows, which is good girls and bad boys. Even if we accept the researchers' conclusion that opposite don't attract as fact, you may be wondering how all the good girl and bad boy couple in the world fit into the mix. We all know at least one boyfriend and girlfriend or husband and wife that seem to be opposites. And what about those who date people that are wrong for them over and over again? These types of relationships are different from the ones that happen organically. Sometimes people who are seeking relationship have formed trauma bonds, which affects the way one approaches relationship. These people may struggle with self-esteem, confidence, and healthy relationship boundaries. So science suggests that they are making decisions based on attraction of deprivation. They might have a deep drive to seek out love and approval from their partners, even if the partner aren't capable of providing. Their fears of abandonment can make it difficult to walk away from situations, even those that are clearly not ideal. Back and forth, they go in and out of relationship with people that we have nothing in common with, but can't seem to let go. In this case, opposite might attract, but not for a good reason. So what does this all mean? Scientific data means nothing if we can't connect it to our life. So if opposite don't attract after all, what does that mean for us? The takeaway really isn't about what attract us to our partner, but what will help us build the best possible futures. If you find yourself attracted to like-minded people with similar qualities at their core, you're probably on the right track. On the other hand, if you find yourself dating people who don't seem right for you, it might be a good idea to seek guidance. There are ways to break this cycle and qualities therapies can help guide you through the process. So make sure that when you're dating somebody, they are the right person for you and you feel safe and secure with them. In short, we like a balance of similarities and differences, but overall we're drawn to those who possess the qualities of what we would want our ideal self to be. We may express interest in someone who has a different job or interest than us, but this could be because they are interests we would desire ourselves to attain. Sharing values regarding money, children, education, and lifestyle along with the desire to love can lead to a fulfilling and lasting relationship. 
But of course, the picture gets more complicated when we consider how couples actually behave in real life. For example, when couples discover that they disagree strongly on some topic, they often bring their attitudes into alignment with each other, becoming more similar to each other over time. So if you're single and looking, the advice from decades of scientific research is simple. Stop believing that the right match for you is someone who has the opposite qualities to you. Opposite almost never attract and you're much better off focusing on people who have similar qualities and attitudes to yourself but who offer some potential for self-expansion.